You're listening to Get to Know World of Warships, a podcast created by Bogsy and Simpax. Welcome, 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 everybody. We got a little bit of news coming up here. Number one, it is COTS season. Uh, I think the day of the release today is going to be September 15th, so COTS is happening. I cast the uh, first round for North America on Sunday. It was fantastic. I got to co-cast with Oscons, my good friend. We had a great time. We watched a number of excellent matches. We got some highlights. It was awesome. So, um... Uh, I should be releasing a video shortly to check out some of those highlights just because they were awesome. So uh, what else is going on? Ranked. Ranked starts tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, 9.15, like a good boy or girl, uh, then that's tomorrow, Wednesday, 9.17. Excuse me, 9.16. But yeah, so ranked, 10 uh, tier 10, 8v8, there is the possibility of CVs. So it's 8v8, ranked 10, ranked season with uh, CVs, and I think it said a maximum of four BBs per side, so it can't just be full battleship spam. So anyway, uh, good luck ranking out. I might try to make a video showing you guys the maps and uh, the what I think might be good, given it's 8v8 with carriers. Uh, not like I'm an expert or anything, but hey, you know what? Never know. So um, anyway, we're going to be talking with uh, Clan Battlestar today. So let's go ahead and move on. I don't want to talk for too long. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's go chat with Jimmy from Battlestar. And here we are. I have the distinct pleasure right now of bringing you Jimmy Chad of Clan Battlestar. How are you? Good. You can actually call me Jimmy. A couple of guys, um, my ad, my vice commander, um, nicknamed me Jimmy. Vice Commander. <laughs> Never heard it put that way before. I like oh, it. He's an admiral. He's one of my admirals. There you go. Um, okay, so right out of the gate, Jimmy, um, you are Clan Battlestar. We'll get to uh, why I took note of that in the second segment here, but um, uh, do me a favor. Tell me a little bit about your clan, about how you guys got started, how long you've been a clan, uh, wh where you're at competitively, if you're casual, um, anything you guys have completed recently. Give me, uh, give me the, give me the skinny. Little overview. Yeah. Well, I was never an online player myself. Uh, it all started when my son, when I was working from home, and my son came home his senior year of high school, and was playing this game next to me while I was working, and I kept hearing these large explosions. And I looked over and said, "What are you doing?" He said, "I'm playing a free game online called World of Warships. It's, a, <laughs> it's World War Two based ships, which we are big history buffs of World War Two and history in sure, general. Sure, yeah. So I was hooked. We started playing that night, divisioned up, and found out several years later that's how our PR ratings went down the tubes. Yes. We, <laughs> we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we call those once, the red days, right? Right. You're right. Yeah. The, the learning what I'm doing days. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, um, I started playing all the time. So yes, I am a World of Warships, or my wife is a World of Warships widow, especially during clan battle season. Um, I was out at work in New York, and I was playing online because nothing else to do. And I had a, a, a member c congratulate me when I was playing a carrier, saying when I sunk his um, Shimakaze, no one's ever done that before. And he brought me into my first clan. Uh-huh. Um, when I went into the clan, it's like, oh, well, I got all these nice bonuses and stuff. That, that was clan battle season one, I believe. And um, I, I wanted to play. 
uh, found some other members on the uh, clan that we got along uh, really well with. But with that clan, they um, the admiral who started it, the commander, uh, great guy. He's uh, air, active duty Air Force, and he met a girl and stopped really being involved in the in the clan or the game as much and turned it over to his executive officer. And the executive officer's way of playing clan battles was he only brought in the best players, which mm. I wasn't one of them. I was there learning, along with some of the other guys. Ah, oh, the red and, days. Yeah, those days. The um, uh, What I came to find out is he had a clan battle waiting area, and he, he would take one person from that waiting area that was not proficient, let's say, and try to train him up a little bit. But if he lost three games in a row, he quit. And there was no one else to run clan battles. So we kind of got frustrated and started complaining. After a couple of weeks and him not really responding, we all, about five, six, seven of us left the clan. Aha! Uh, and we said, we're going to start our own clan. One of the guys took over another clan that was um, not active, that he had belonged in previously, but he was busy with work. He has his own business. So it really wasn't going like I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started Battlestar. BTLST, um, and then st- sent out invites. <clears throat> um, Rob is one of my executive officers. He's one of the first members members to join, along with Pirate. And we took it off from there. The other guys left that second clan that we joined and joined Battlestar. And we've grown up to a total number of 50 people okay. at one point. Um, last clan battle season, this is the one before the terrible sixes um, <laughs> we were running um three divisions at the same time we had 21 people playing clan battles simultaneously well that's great <clears throat> and then um now we were doing great uh but then at the beginning of this year before clan battles um the last clan battle season is that 10 i think um a couple of them were really proficient <laughs> players you got Oops. a dog apparently two of them sorry is that your Mom vice told. admiral <laughs> my <boss. laughs> wife is my boss let's face it oh, hey you're smart <laughs> they're, man they're the um i lost my train uh, that's okay we, we were talking about uh you guys you guys said that uh you managed to field essentially three different divisions to all play right okay uh, clan we had a, we had, right we had a few really good players and they had played with some people who had joined us temporarily from another sister clan an allied clan um and they wanted to go create their own their own clan um, mainly to get to um, Typhoon and, and Hurricane Leagues. Um, mm-hmm. So when they left, um, we lost like five people at that point in were time. Were they some of your better players? One of them was. I see. Uh, two, actually, two of them. Two of them were really, really good. Uh, and then we did some purging. People, because we had completed our clan base, um, part of our thing was, part of our... Um, requirement for our clan is to play once a week and earn at least 30 oil a week which is very simple to do sure um if they weren't doing that we we decided the admirals decided to purge them if they weren't doing that uh and if they weren't in discord i want to i want to stop right here for just a second because i want to uh, you mentioned something interesting to me that i I noticed by watching your discord a little bit that you you seem to have uh, you'll share information about the clan that seems to be logged into a spreadsheet and then i think you revealed that to me right before the cast where you actually have clan info logged in a spreadsheet that sometimes you'll sort of dispense out for people to see can you explain that to me do you actually have a uh like sort of like a 
I guess, an information dump that you, you keep separate? I've, I've got two things. I've got an Excel spreadsheet, which is what I started it with, and I wrote VBA code under the Excel spreadsheet to do additional spreadsheets, like statistics. That's probably what you saw today that I put out there. Um, mm -hmm. So, for example, <clears throat> I think on our Discord, I put out the stats of how many people we have in the United States and Canada. Right now, our, our clan is made up of completely U.S. and Canadian people. Why are there so are we... many Canadians in this game? I don't know. I don't know why they either. do a great job. Um, we need to get fun. the CDC on this. We need <laughs> to get the fun. CDC on this because it's an epidemic. Well, we got 76.6% of our clan U.S. and 23.4% Canadian. I'm, I'm all right with that. So... Right now, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just um, but yeah, we pick them up, um, yeah. and I also gave the the um, time zones that we shoot that we play from. So, so what advantages does that do for you? I'm I'm kind of curious. Is it just for you to help organizationally? Yeah, yeah. When no, I'm sorry. Battles, I, I mean the uh, the spreadsheet and sort of keeping things keeping things organized in the way that you do. I mean, just, did, was that right. out of necessity? Did it? Were you yes, finding because yourself? part of okay. right part of our um, rule is to play once a week and gain thirty oil. So every Sunday night, late around midnight Central Time, which is where I am, or Monday um, evening, I'll go in to the um, members list and record what they've earned for oil that week and if they've played. If they haven't played in a random battle, um, they could potentially get kicked out. I see. Um, if they haven't earned a 30 oil, they could potentially get kicked out. And I also record during clan battle seasons the number of clan battles they've played in because that's, that's how they get rank in our um, clan. Oh, okay. So, so rank is directly tied to how uh, often they participate in competitive mode. Yeah, it's um, our ranks are based on World War II, um, U.S. Navy. So you come in as a seaman recruit, and you can make it up by playing to Commodore, which is a one-star admiral. Don't we all start as seaman? Yes, we do. Seaman recruit. <laughs> Seaman research, yeah, if you want to go there. Sure. <laughs> this is the level actually, of the podcast you're actually, on, brother, so just actually accept we, it before it nope. destroys you. <laughs> actually, actually, we all we only, we only all start as a thought. I think so. Or I think a, we start as a, hope. what is it, a twinkle? That's what it is. A, a twinkle, twinkle yeah, yeah, either way. Right. Well, okay, so um, so then let's talk, let's talk so a little bit more about brother. where uh, <laughs> Battlestar, I know, it's okay, family show. Right. Um, let's right. talk more about where Battlestar is at competitively. You mentioned that uh, you had a couple people leave to want to play um, Typhoon Hurricane. Does that mean you guys are in uh, generally in Storm League? We are in Storm League level. We've made it to Storm League level one the last two or three seasons. Oh, great. Okay. I love, we, I love hearing that. We, I think Storm are, League is such a fun league uh, for... It is, yeah. but we, we want to get to Typhoon and Hurricane. We, we want to get there. Of course, of course. Um, which is how we met, because I, you know, went out to your... Yes. The, I've been a member of the TMG Discord site for... I, for a while, I think a year, but I'm not positive of the actual timeline. Um, and I put a general message out. You now, could someone help me? You know, we're trying to get some ideas on how to get to Typhoon and yeah, and Storm. And a person named Bogsy responded. <laughs> and that's how obviously I found out about Clan Battlestar and uh, right. and all that. So, yeah, well, I mean, uh, maybe in the future, I'm, I'll, I'll just say this to anybody listening right now. Um, I'm I'm not the most skilled, exceptional competitive player um there's a reason why i'm casting cots and not playing it this time around but um and it's not because i want to hear myself talk even though i absolutely do i mean it's just because i i have an idea of how things work and i understand placement and strategy and whatnot but there are just tng is full of players who are so much better than me that i've left that up to them but what i can do and obviously i was more than happy to help you do was sort of just go okay here are the you know here are the the basic ways you begin 
looking at something like clan battles. Um, you know, what if obviously the first thing to go is, well, is this a season where there's a carrier or not? Because if there's a carrier, you can sort of assume everything should be spotted unless it's in smoke. That's sort of the way it goes. Uh, season, God, whatever it was before tier six, you know, it the, the meta eventually became carrier, Stalingrad, Venezia's for the most part, because with... You know, the simple fact was that with carriers, especially tier 10 carriers, everything is generally spotted, which means that people are shooting at each other from 24 kilometers away with Stalingrad's accurately landing citadels. So that's just sort of what that's the basic first method of interaction that happens. And you have to start there and then decide, okay, what works given that that's how it starts. Um, And uh, that was actually really fun. It was fun for me even to sort of have to sit down and go, I've never really thought about why the hell it works this way or, or it doesn't. So. Um, well, and listening to your podcast has given me some other ideas. You've got other guys doing the same thing. Although I would kill or die to get those videos that someone from the last one or two episodes has from. Oh, I know. Oh, you're talking about um, Clan Apes, right? Talking to yeah, talking to Gaichu's right? Clan in 07, asking right. for help and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that if everybody <laughs> on the internet those. went after those guys asking for help, they'd probably <laughs> they'd probably shut their borders, so to speak. But yeah, um, probably. Yeah, sorry guys. By the way, <laughs> um, well, you know, it's but yeah. I mean, I, wanna... I know that we've only played TNG once or twice, and that was in clan brawls, not in clan battles. Ah, yes. Because after um, after we have clan battles, I two seasons, clan battle season eight, mm-hmm. I started recording um, our wins and losses in clan battles. Sure. And who who we who we were playing, what what clan, and what league they were in. Right, um, which you can get from the clan battle um, records. Yeah, in your in your base. Absolutely. Um, so we started doing some statistics and stuff like that. You know, what did you sink? Did we win? Type of statistics for each member sure, that played. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because I find Storm League to be, in my opinion, is like is the perfect blend of things are still fun and they're unexpected because they haven't reached the high typhoon hurricane level where like. People generally know exactly where to go, how to angle, where to be, what to do, and games can oftentimes sort of devolve into a bit of a static, you know, especially when there's no carrier. I'm going to get a lot of hate for saying that, but when there's no carrier, things get very, very static in terms of a couple ships post up here and this bow tank for the whole time until somebody either gets burned down or someone else makes a mistake and eats a citadel from the side. Um, the carrier well, situation uh, changed it because obviously you can't sit in a Stalingrad nose in for too long before you get AP dive bombed. So right. everything has to be a little more mobile. Um, but again, obviously carriers bring with it its own sort of static uh, frustration. But Storm League to me is that league where people are still wanting to be heroes. So they'll make foolish or heroic plays sometimes that end up being really exciting. Um, sometimes getting punished horribly, sometimes pulling off miracles. Um, And I think that's just so much fun. But really, the difference between Storm and Typhoon is just consistency. And I want to say it's it's where the biggest difference between consistency of player skill, consistency of strategy, um, and how well you can execute a consistent strategy. That's what I think the biggest difference is because... I agree. We had in in Season 9, was it, I guess? That's the last um, Tier 10. That was the last Tier Um, 10 one, yeah. Right. Yeah, we had one one thing that we one of our guys videoed, took a video of it because we uh, annihilated three of us annihilated a Venencia that came out at us against a Stalingrad, and I don't, I had a Stalingrad. I don't remember what the other guys had, um, but within I think five six seconds we destroyed it. 
Yeah. A perfectly healthy Venezia. So. Stalingrads are, are extraordinarily powerful, even at exceptionally long ranges. That's why, uh, I mean, that's why they've been one of the most dominant clan battle boats, you know, consistently good. When we had Gaishu on the podcast, he mentioned specifically that it's just, that is the boat that all other metas have to be built around. Because if right. that exists, you have to assume that it's going to be in the game and you have to play around that. Um, which it's frustrating. I think that was what he chose to sank because specifically, because it's like, it just has an outsized influence on what everyone else has to bring. Right. And um, with our clan, I mean, when we formed this clan, when I formed this clan, but mm-hmm. with the other guys, uh, we are family. I mean, anyone that comes in, we had a new member join the other day and we had three guys jump right down with him and start talking to him, playing with him in divisions, um, getting to know him. You know, really great. A Canadian. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, but you know, the we're family first. You know, if you you have issues with work or family or whatever, we have a leave of absence, so you don't have to put in your uh, once a week thirty oils thirty oil a week. Sure, yeah, minimum. Um, it's like um, it's like all... suspending your phone plan when you're overseas. It's like you exactly, go right. you go down to ten dollars a month to keep it open, right? Exactly. Yeah, and we also have um, not only that. We have a rule in our clan rule. I don't know. Did you get a chance to read the entire rule page for I us? did not. I'm sorry. I, okay. I did, that was bad. No, it's okay. <clears throat> well, when you come into our Discord, if you come in, there's a, um, a, a pre-page, I guess you want to call it. Um, and that pre-page has um, five or seven, I think it's seven basic rules that you have to agree to, which you did do. Um, part of that, though, is we have a, 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 in our one of our text areas we have a full set of rules or, or information about the clan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also another page that has the ranks. But the full set of information says, if you want to play clan battles, you go into our clan battle waiting area. And then you sit. And after two games of other people playing clan battles, an admiral will come out, whoever's ready to come in, if you're not playing the game, or if you are playing the game willing to j- drop out of it and come into clan battles, you are pulled in. And someone else has sit it out, no matter wh- who they are or how good they are. So that rotation lets everyone play and learn. Right. Uh, and we've had some people who've come in. Um, we've got a young lady from Canada who oh, I hate her started already. from. Oh, uh, no, she's a great. She's one of <laughs> my kidding, rare admirals. She's one of my rare admirals. You, you wouldn't want to hate her. Okay. Um, I'll take it back. She's very well spoken. Um, I made her a vice admiral because we had a member who thought he knew everything. Um, says he worked for the DOD. You know, ah, blah, 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 Admiral blah, blah. Know-It-All. I know him. Admiral Know-It-All, yes. Well, he was kicked out less than two or three months after we tried to you know, coax him into playing better. Sure. Um, <laughs> because he was horrible. I mean, even worse than well, I We am. won't name his name, obviously. Yeah. Cause, uh, no, obviously not. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but hor- he was worse than I am, and that's saying something. Um, <laughs> you know, our, our former leader, Sinpax, who recently left us, he had a rule, and that was, uh, he only let people into TNG who were better than he was. So uh, <laughs> I, I think that's a fair rule for any any clan leader if they're looking to make their clan more competitive is, hey, you got to right. be better than me. Um, well, well, that's uh, where I was heading. I was heading toward that way. Um, one of our ad, one of my admirals, one of my full admirals, my four stars, um, Uber came up with a uh, progressive division. It's like, hey, we want to try to make it into Typhoon League and Hurricane League. And we're stuck in the storm. Maybe we need some people that play better all the time that can get there for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so normally when in our normal circumstance, when we play clan battles, 
uh, everyone gets a fair share of the treasury. So at the end of each clan battle, the clan gets whatever they get in coal. That's all we get is coal because we never make it past storm. Sure, but right, right. Based on the number of battles you played in that season, you get an equal sh- a percentage of that share. And to make it fair to those folks who may not be in that league, we came up with a, uh, he came up with a progressive division. And with that progressive division, <clears throat> we have hopefully 12 people that'll play it and try to get us into Typhoon and Storm. But the hope is that because they're playing that level and they're earning the steel, they won't need the treasury. So they won't get the coal, but if they get to right. Typhoon and you get steel or hurricane, and you get coal, steel, doubloons, whatever, the progressive division won't get it. Sure. But everyone else who played in the normal divisions will. Makes sense to me. So it, it'll help, the, you know, kind of ease the burden of I can't play in the progressive division, but I'm still playing, right. having fun in Storm League or whatever, um, and I still get a bonus. They're not getting the bonus. From well, playing I know a number of clans that actually do that with their treasury, where they use the treasury as sort of a uh, a way to pad the pockets, so to speak, of the folks who maybe are doing work in the clan that helps the folks who are, you know, running constantly and accumulating that um, that steel or that coal or whatever, right. you know, whatever have you. Uh, but they're sort of doing something that is support, but not direct. Um, I, I've, I've heard of other clans doing that before. Um, yeah, that's how we do it. So uh, yeah, well, so here, let's do this. Let's uh, let's go to our break first, and um, yep. so we have a very important message from our sponsors. But when we come back, we're gonna play sink a ship, and we're gonna have Jemmy uh, sink a ship to remove from the game. We've had Sub Octavian here, and he actually gave me uh, a little. It's not a get out of jail free card. Let me let me let me try and improv something right now. It's a. Uh, it is a. Uh, 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 remove a ship from the game card. There you go. That was, that was okay. the best I could do right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm happy to swipe it on behalf of Jemmy here uh, from Clan Battlestar when we come back on Get to Know World of Warships. Hi, this is Bogsy. If you're looking for someone to narrate your life, I'm currently looking for work and would be happy to do so. Have you ever wanted to hear what your breakfast sounds like as a 1940s radio announcer? September 15th, 1942. So-and-so woke up, decided to have cornflakes. That's what they did. A day which will live in infamy. That can happen. Just imagine how better your life could be if, uh, I'm not good at these radio announcements. Thank you for sticking with us, folks. We're back here with Jemmy from Clan BTLST Battlestar. We are uh, about to sink a ship, and stop me if I'm wrong, Jemmy, but you actually put this up to a vote for your clan, didn't you? We're a family, so okay. um, I put it out to the clan. And a ship that got the most votes was Smolensk. Smolensk! And, Haven't heard that in a little while. Why Why the Smolensk? Um, the, the common phrase was basically 16 guns with a four-second reload just makes other cruisers DPM irrelevant. I see. I, uh, I think that may have also been the reason why other people have sunk the Smolensk in the past. Yeah, I've heard a lot of them on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we did uh, our, our uh, TNG member, Red Cool, he, uh, a couple right. weeks back, he gave us a, uh, he made us a spreadsheet and we listed that off. That was fun. I appreciate him doing that. So, But you also had a, a runners-up, isn't that right? Oh, yes, we did. Thunderer came in second. You guys and hate reason, flamethrowers, don't you? That's what it is. It, I think, well, this one pretty much says that. Every salvo it fires is pretty much a guaranteed double or triple fire because its total 100% balanced fire chance is like 45% per shell. Yeah. And what was number three? So, Slava. Slava? Oh, come yeah. on. 
and the, the the basics for that one was because I'm terrified of how it's going to affect clan battles being so accurate and the guns not being so huge that they will not they will overpin everything. Right. I right. think it's just going to delete stuff in CB. Now, I've said this on my stream uh, at uh, www.twitch.tv slash time, by the way. I've said this on my stream, and I've said this, I think, on previous podcasts, that I'm convinced the Slava is going to be, is was, is was released the way that it is, because in the next season of Clan Battles, Tier 10, either they're going to give us, once again, the choice of a battleship or a carrier, or it'll be both. It'll be a carrier and a battleship. Um, and That'd I think that the whole reason that they introduced the Slava was because they know, they already know, the meta will still be a long-ranged carrier, Stalingrad, Venezia, long-range uh, accuracy meta, and they want to release a battleship that will, in fact, fit that meta and can hit stuff consistently at that range. That's my theory. What do you think? Well, it's that, and you got to consider the Japanese battleship, too. The Yamato? No. Or the, um, the Hizan? Oh, the Shikishima. Okay, yeah, the, the Chad I mean, Yamato, the juiced up Yamato. I've got one of my... I got four or five clan members that have that ship, and they're putting up big scores almost every time they use it. Even me, I'm, I'm getting over 100,000 plus points with it. Um, and I triple Citadel of Stalingrad that was broadside to me with one shot. Wait. Killed him. Oh, you mean with one volley? One volley, yeah. I was going to say, how did one shell triple Citadel something? That's incredible. One volley, yeah, one volley. Uh, well, I, it could very well be. I'm, I'm interested to see. I, I really would like to know what the next season of Clan Battles is going to look like, but uh, I guess... I think you and about 100,000 rest of us in the yeah, NA no server kidding. would like to Well, all, all right, so let's, let's, let's get back to the Clan Battles start here for a second, because there's one specific <clears throat> thing I'd like to talk to you about, and that is why. Why did you decide to name your Clan Battlestar? Um, because I'm a fan of the, of the first show. I'm old. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about this. So you liked the um, 1972? I'm in my 50s. So, well, I, I saw the... Yeah, yeah, 80-something. 80, 80 yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I've got the, the entire DVD collection of its of the first show run, plus the one extra season they had after it. Oh, you mean the, wait, you mean like the remake season that they did? They did, a, they did the full... Is it two seasons, I think? Yeah. And then they did one season after that. I don't think it was the, the next year, but maybe a few years after. Yeah, they tried to they actually it, found way. Earth. They, yeah, they found Earth. Well, okay. So can I ask? I mean, you just were a fan of it. You decided, I'm going to make it Clan Battlestar. Oh, big fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, so this is one of the reasons why I immediately was like, okay, you got to come on. You got to talk about this with me because I am also a huge fan of Battlestar, but for a slightly different reason. Now, I've never watched, I watched one episode of the old series from the 80s, and that's, that. I was born in 85, that's before my time. It was hokey, it was clearly capitalizing off the popularity of um, Star Wars, you know, to kind of come up with some new stuff, but I... Well, I'm actually a Star Trek fan first, then a Star Wars fan. Oh, okay, well, that's, I mean, everybody's got their, uh, everybody's got their team, but... Right. Um, so I am a huge fan of the uh, the remake of Battlestar Galactica that they released in the um, mid two thousands on Discovery Channel or maybe the Sci Fi Channel. Sorry, um, two thousand four. That's right. And part of the reason why I'm such a big fan of that, which I got you, I got I, I encouraged you, and I think I got you to start watching it. Right. You got me to buy the entire series, the DVD series, and I'm on season two now. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. So <laughs> and I like it. I, I'm glad you like it because I would feel bad if you spent like the hundred bucks or whatever it costs nowadays to buy the whole thing and you hated it. But 
Um, so actually, it wasn't that much. Uh, I've never mentioned this before on this podcast, but I am an actor in Los Angeles. Uh, I, I never told Sinpax. He's never brought it up on the podcast. He's never teased me in episodes of the podcast uh, about mentioning it a lot. He's never done that. But um, I was fortunate enough to be very good friends with, in fact, I would almost call him my L.A. dad, uh, the late actor Richard Hatch. Not to be confused Apollo. with the first winner of Survivor, but the right. actor who played Captain Apollo um, on the original Battlestar Galactica, and then was brought back for the remake to play uh, Tom Zarek. So he was he was my teacher here, and my uh, he's kind of like my L.A. dad and my mentor, and I just, I cared about him deeply, and very sadly he died in 2017, I believe it was, of um, pancreatic cancer. Right. Which was very sad, but he was just the sweetest, most warm-hearted guy. He was 72 years old when he passed. He had, like, one of those, like, the heart of a child, I want to say, where mm-hmm. he just he he was he was just delighted by things that children would sort of be delighted by. I don't mean that as a knock in any way. I just mean like he was so full of excitement for for life and excitement for things that are worth sort of um, appreciating in life. And I I miss him terribly. But uh, so when I saw Clan Battlestar, I was like, we gotta we we gotta talk about this, man. We gotta talk. <laughs> so. Um, well, I'm hoping in the new series that he's not as bad as he seems he is in the first year, uh, first, first, um, first year's episodes and halfway yeah. through the second one. <clears throat> yeah, he, uh, he I'll have plays to wait and find out. Don't tell me. I, I want to find out on my own. But. I won't. I don't want to spoil it for you, and I don't want to spoil <laughs> yeah. it for anybody else. But um, his character goes through uh, a very, a very interesting arc. Uh, Transition. Yeah, which I actually I thought was very good. He and I talked about it one of the first times we ever you know had lunch together. We uh, we talked about that, and that was so much fun to watch him. He even years later he was still so excited about talking about the character, and he just you know he he just loved performing and yeah. loved doing I, work. So. I saw the new tra- I saw the transition I think perf- coming about on Cobol on the second. The second <laughs> yeah. Um, all the warships. So I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm all hoping. the people who came here to listen to talk about warships are just like, I'm hitting the stop button. But um, so so anyway, I wanted to mention also uh, since I've I've got you to and we're talking about Battlestar that um, not a lot of people know this, and I'd love for more people to know this is that Richard was really smart. He loved the property of Battlestar Galactica more than I think anyone else ever did. So what do you mean the property? Well, so he loved the the IP the. Um, the intellectual property of Battlestar. He loved the culture. Oh, okay. He loved, he, he made a living and kept himself, you know, relevant as an actor, which is extraordinarily difficult to do, by the way, as, as an actor. It's part of keeping yourself relevant is, is sometimes how much money you can command, how many jobs are available to you. So he would go to conventions and, and interact with fans and he built himself this great big fan base. And um, so when it came time, he tried several times to get different studios to reboot Battlestar. Uh, you know, he sort of liked the old-timey version of it, and people just sort of thumbed their nose and said, we don't want to do this again. Um, but so when, when I think it was the Sci-Fi Channel, finally decided through Universal, they said, we, we want to remake Battlestar. Um, he was like, great. And he went and he said, I, I want to be a part of this. Like, what can I do? How can I help? And they said, we, we want, with all due respect, we don't want anyone from the original cast because... We don't want any connection to the old 80s hokey, you know, right. type. Well, actually, I mean, from what I remember, the reason it didn't carry, the first show didn't carry on as long as, longer than two seasons uh-huh. was Universal was spending so much on the special effects, which granted were not a lot. But for a TV show. Now, but yeah. for a TV show back in, in the 80s, 
that was pretty high high tech special effects for yeah, what they were doing. Absolutely. And that's why it got washed. They couldn't afford it anymore. You're absolutely right. From what I from what I understand. And they just I mean it was still sci fi as well, which sci fi hadn't really right. there was there was Star Trek obviously, uh even the original Star Trek got cancelled after just three seasons because people they were you know, they just weren't making the money. It obviously it spawned right. this cult following of people who just loved it. But so Richard got himself It was Disney when we needed them for them when they got started. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so so Richard had this one ace up his sleeve, which was when Universal bought the rights to Battlestar Galactica in 2002 or three, preparing to remake it for 2004, they realized they did not own the rights to BattlestarGalactica.com because Richard Hatch owned the rights to BattlestarGalactica.com really? because he cared. He, he, he kept it up, you know, he cared. So they came to him and they were like, so Richard, we'd, we'd like to get buy the rights from you. He goes, I, I don't, I don't want your money. I want to be on the show. I want to play a main character on the show. And they said, we Good can't. Good for him. Yeah. They said, we can't do that. We want we want this cast to not be overshadowed by the old cast. We, we don't want, we want a fresh start. And he, they said, but we will make you a recurring character. How about that? And he said, done. Because he loved Perfect. the property so much. He, I mean, he could have, he could have strong-armed them for a whole bunch of money. And he, oh, yeah. he chose instead to... Um, he just wanted to be a part, which I love that, you know, you know. He did what he wanted to, doing something he wanted to, um, that yes. he loved doing. Yes, right. um, So anyway, he, he was, a, as you have found out, he was a recurring character throughout all four seasons of the show. Um, he did a great job on it. I just, you know, it tears, it makes me tear up a little bit. I'm not going to lie when I see him performing now when I go back and rewatch it because yeah. the guy just loved what he did so much and was so good. Um, Wish so, I could have met him. Yeah, he was the nicest guy too, like, if you, uh, I, I remember when I met him, I was at a coffee shop in, in Los Angeles that I go to a lot and I, I saw him and I, I went up and I said, excuse me, you're, you're, uh, Richard Hatch from Battlestar Galactica, right? And he said, yeah, yeah, I am. And I said, I said, I just wanted to let you know that I, I love the show and I loved you on. He goes, which, which series, which one? And I said, I haven't watched the original. So the new one, he goes, good. The original is terrible. You know, he, <laughs> and he, we had this I big laugh. I know, I know. He was sort of just. He's sort of just—he yeah, had a good sense of humor about himself as well. Um, but the, the new one does have better special effects. <laughs> it certainly does. I loved and to, to draw this back to to World of Warships. Anyone who hasn't watched the remake, the 2004 remake of Battlestar Galactica, the only way that I could describe uh, how it feels is it feels like you are following the crew of a giant aircraft carrier in space as it runs from robots that are trying to exterminate humanity so the the stakes are always the, very high and the um, robots have a sakuru as a carrier <laughs> and the robots have the hakuru right um right. so it really does it feels it feels like they're on a submarine or a battleship or an aircraft carrier everything feels very very real um it doesn't feel too cgi even for 2004 um i highly recommend it that's my plug it's free it's, you're welcome universal a side plug yeah it's actually more like convoy Oh, okay. Except with an aircraft carrier instead of a submarine. Oh well, there you go. That's a good. Uh, that's a good comparison. There you I, go, I'll Tom have to Hanks. check out. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, well, let's let's get back to to Battlestar, the clan, and World of Warships. Um, uh, is there anything else you wanted to share about your clan before I ask you to poach uh, the prodigal sin packs? I mean, like I said, we're a family. Yeah. And part of that family is you get a you get to make a decision. Or you help with the decisions of the entire clan. It's not just the officers that do it. Um, the officers may come up with a rule change, and we'll talk about it between ourselves and hash it out, and then put it out to the general public for their vote. 
Um, and we've done a few of those where you know people have come up with good suggestions to change it that we didn't think of. And right. that made it into the rules. So you do get a say in our clan. Would you say that clan. clan Battlestar is, is more of a democracy? It's a semi-democracy. Um, right. You well, know, we, we're a family, so we have our family moments. Mm -hmm. And I have to put my foot down every once in a blue moon. It's not very often. It's not very loud, except for that <laughs> one person that um, went at us. Ah, yes. I think that's the one time I, I said, no, bye. <laughs> You're done. May he rest in pieces, right? Yeah, that's basically it. Well, excellent. It's, it's always nice to hear that uh, a clan, you know, especially plus you get to play and you get to play. If you want to play clan battles, you're guaranteed to play. Well, that no is also nice. In fact, that should be a anybody who's listening who uh, is looking for a clan. That should be a um, that should be a selling point. So why don't we, why don't we just go ahead and do that? Why don't we uh, poach Synpax? As you know, Synpax, uh, our glorious leader. Uh, has has left the game of World of Warships and he has left TNG, the clan that he founded. But I have it on good authority that if he were to hear a good enough pitch from another clan, that he might come back and play with them. So what's your pitch to Simpax? My pitch to Simpax, well, besides the other things we talked about, I think one of our biggest ones, if you want a new friend, join our clan. All of our folks seem to get along well together. Um, we talk on Discord often. Um, when you're talking to us on Discord, it seems like you've you know been friends forever. Um, if you want to get trained better, we do our best to help you with training. Uh, granted, we're not Typhoon and Hurricane League yet, but we're getting there. We're going to get there soon, we hope. Um, there is a minimum play requirement, but it's extremely easy to achieve. And we talked about a leave of absence, if you can't do that for a reason. Um, we accept everybody. Um, we have a couple ladies in the clan. And if you're a female and want to talk to one of our rear admirals who's a female, she'd be more than willing to talk to you if you're on. Um, you can ask her any question you want, or anyone, if male or female or not. Um, you know, if you have any questions about us and you're in our Discord server, feel free to ask. Sure. Uh, we'll answer you. How do um, mag magnets, how do they work? Can you answer that for me? How do what? Uh, magnets, how do they work? Magnets? <laughs> I'm just Magnets like in polarization? I, no, no, no. That became a meme like back in the late 2000s when uh, I guess the, I think it was the uh, Mormon church. The Mormon okay. church opened like a, their very first website and they had like live, they had live chat people where you could, okay. you could, you were invited to come and ask them questions. And I don't know whether it was 4chan, if that was even a thing, or it was some online message board essentially a whole bunch of them decided they were going to go troll the um the mormons by logging on to every instance of you know speak live to a a mormon counselor and they oh, really? they would basically just ask magnets how do they work okay and uh <laughs> and then sometimes they'd keep it going as long as possible until they finally dropped magnets how do they work uh, it just okay. became a silly thing anyway never heard that one. well That's it sounds to me if i got this correctly it sounds to me like clan battlestar btlst and jimmy is a place where a uh, a player who would like to be more competitive can go to help you guys punch through that ceiling out of storm and into typhoon league before you guys finally make a push for hurricane would that be a fair assessment i think so i mean we, right. we even have a few extra text channels where we, we share recipes um we share alcohol um bourbons and, or whatever type of alcohol you may like uh, we post pictures of it so others can try it if they like. <laughs> you know, we've got a whole bunch sure. of stuff out there. 
Sure. Well, that sounds delightful. So uh, that's Clan Battlestar, everybody. I hope uh, I hope you guys, if you're out there listening, that sounds like a good clan for you. I hope you uh, let Jemmy know. I'll have a link to their Discord, assuming Jemmy would like to share that, down in Absolutely. the description of the podcast below. So you can always go look that, join up there, and go talk to them. Um, Jemmy, otherwise, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting Battlestar and Warships with you. Um, thank you very much for uh, for joining me. Thank you. My Hope pleasure. to do it again sometime. Great. And uh, once again, I will be uh, throwing the link to Clan Battlestar's Discord down in the description below. There will also be a link to my Twitch stream. going to be doing about three times a week. And also, don't forget, it is COTS season right now. King of the Sea Tournament is going on. I am uh, casting the games along with KSC's Oscons. We're co-streaming together. We did our first on Saturday, um, 9-13. It was so much fun. We had a lot of great matches. Um, so I encourage you guys to check us out if you'd like to watch some uh, gameplay commentary. So uh, with that, this has been Get to Know World of Warships with uh, Bogsy, created by Bogsy and Synpax with uh, Clan Battlestar and Jemmy. So uh, we will catch you guys next time.